Hey everybody, here on the Packaday Podcast, we're all about look good, play good, and that's why I'm super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Oakley is changing the game and it's time to discover a whole new world of possibilities. Do you run, golf, work out, or just want to look like Aaron Jones? Then you need to get yourself a pair of Oakleys today. Last season, I saw Aaron Jones wearing his signature Oakley sunglasses and I knew I had to have a pair. My Oakleys fit me perfectly and I've loved Oakley style since I was a kid. There's just that extra boost of confidence I get when I'm wearing them and that's why I wear them every single day. Suited for everyday eyewear with frames and lenses that allow for an expression of your own unique personality, there's more than meets the eye. With summer just around the corner, you're going to want to upgrade your sunglasses game right now. Check out oakley.com to get yourself a pair. Personally, I'm a huge fan of the frog skins. Did you know that Oakley even offers prism lens technology? What the hell is that, you ask? It's a proprietary technology to Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. Want to know more? I know you do, so head over to oakley.com and uh, do your own research. And while you're there, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye. Don't trust me? Try for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life, and I can assure you, Oakley is not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. Head over to oakley.com for more information today. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Pack-A-Day Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Herman. You can follow me on Twitter at Andy Herman NFL. Thanks so much for joining me today. I thought it would be kind of fun to go through this Packers draft class and sort of slot in where these players may fit in the depth chart, but more importantly, try to assign how many snaps I think they're going to play this upcoming season, just to sort of gauge what type of impact they could potentially have on this upcoming year. Now, I'm not including special team snaps in this, except for Anders Carlson, obviously, but I figured we could go through through and just take a look at what players left, which players are coming back, and which snaps are potentially available for these rookies so we can sort of get a feel for what type of impact, again, they can have on the upcoming season. So let's start right away with Lucas Van Ness. And my expectation for Lucas Van Ness is that he is going to be the starting day one edge rusher. Now, a couple things could certainly go into this. The first of which is Rashawn Gary. I would be pretty surprised if Rashawn's ready to go week one. You never know with Rashawn. He is a workout freak. He is a freak of nature as it is. Like he is an incredible athlete all the way around. So if you told me that somebody came back in like insane time from an ACL injury, it would not surprise me if it was Rashawn Gary. That said, it would still very much surprise me if Rashawn Gary's ready to go by week one. I think it's more likely that he starts in the pup list. Remember that there's you, you only have uh, four weeks that you have to sit out if you start on the pup list. So I think it's likely that Gary probably hits that, but we'll just take it one you know step at a time and see what ultimately is, is the case and what they say about his return timetable and things like that. But my guess is that Rashawn probably doesn't start the season on the active list, at least not week one. And that means Lucas Van Ness to me is the next clear choice as Edge rusher, at least as a starting edge rusher. I think Preston Smith and Lucas Van Ness are probably your starters. Then you've got a Kingsley and Igbare, and then it gets a little bit more interesting. Maybe it's a Justin Hollins. Maybe it's one of the undrafted free agents. Who knows? But I do think Van Ness is your starter from day one. Then it gets a little bit more tricky to sort of try and calculate his snaps, right? Because Rashawn Gary is going to come back at some point, 
And then what point is that? And that could very much affect how many snaps Van Ness gets. And then the other thing that's at play here too is, while I expect him to be primarily a stand-up edge rusher, I do expect him to get snaps on the defensive line in obvious pass rush situations, just to sort of move him around and get him a different feel, maybe match him up against a lesser guard, those sort of things. So I think there's a lot of different options that are on the table. Either way, I do expect him to be very involved in the defense from day one as a starter. And even when Rashawn comes back, he's going to be the number three edge rusher, a rotational defensive lineman, you know, or at least interior defender in pass rush situations. I think he's going to play a lot. Now, this past season, Preston Smith played 825 snaps, Enigbare played 465, Gary played 378, Garvin 194, Hollins 128, and then there were some miscellaneous snaps in there as well. I My estimation for Lucas Venice, and this might feel a little aggressive considering only one player played over 465 snaps a season ago, and if Rashawn Gary would be healthy, he would probably take a huge chunk of those. I think they're going to be pretty cautious in bringing Gary back. I bet they would also like to play Preston a little bit less and not have to have him go 800 plus snaps at this point of his career. I'm going to say that Van Ness gets 600 snaps this upcoming season. Maybe you feel it's low. You remember Gary only played a couple hundred his first season, but I think 600 is probably right around that sweet spot. I think as he you know more evolves into probably that number three edge rusher, a rotational edge with a rotational pass rush specialist inside. I think, it will, but you know, but also starting to begin the year. I think that probably equates to somewhere around 600 snaps. Could be a little bit more, maybe a little bit less, but I think we're in that range. I think Van Ness is clearly going to have a massive opportunity to make a pretty big impact on this team this upcoming season. That brings us to Luke Musgrave and Tucker Craft, the two tight ends. And this is going to be another very interesting one because it seems like on paper, these are probably your top two tight ends, right? Going back to last season, Robert Tunyon played 591 snaps. Mercedes Lewis played 451. Both of those players are gone. DeGuara played 259 and Tyler Davis played 175. So what I kind of feel like here is I feel like there may be like a hundred miscellaneous snaps spread between like a Tyler Davis and maybe some other guys that get called up throughout the year. I think there's going to be like a hundred miscellaneous snaps. And that would give Musgrave, Kraft, and DeGuara, if we're sort of using last year's tight end thresholds for what numbers to use, that would give each of them about 450 snaps. And to me, that feels exactly right. I don't know that you necessarily want any of these guys playing six, seven, eight hundred snaps. Now, if Musgrave or Kraft come in and they just tear it up, then yeah, I think you could certainly get them obviously on the field more and use them to your heart's content. But to begin with, I think if you could split the snaps between those three, I think to you know get DeGuara a little bit more involved. As I mentioned before, it seemed like he had a little bit more of a connection with Jordan Love than he ever had with Aaron Rodgers. Start getting craft a little bit in the wide tight end, get Musgrave moving around a little bit. I think each of those guys getting around 450 snaps with 100 miscellaneous to the other, you know, tight ends on the roster and practice squad, that feels about right to me. Now, again, if, like I said, if one of them steps up, by all means, give them more snaps, but that's where I would sort of estimate it. Now, the other thing here too is maybe Green Bay would have went more two tight end sets if they had better weapons at the position. Tunyon really struggled to separate. He struggled after the catch. Mercedes Lewis was just a blocking tight end. So maybe there's going to be more tight end snaps available and they could exceed that, those numbers. Also, it's possible, and I've mentioned this in the past, that there could be an offensive tackle that plays for some of those Mercedes Lewis snaps as a sixth offensive lineman, which is basically what Mercedes Lewis was at this point of his career. So there could be less snaps available for that reason if they do in fact play a sixth offensive lineman in that role. So those will be things that remain to be seen, but I'm going to say Musgrave and uh, Kraft both around 450 snaps 
uh, for each of them this upcoming season. That brings me to the three wide receivers, Jaden Reed, Dontavian Wicks, and Grant DuBose. Now, if you go back to last year, Alan Lazard played 863 snaps. Romeo Dobbs played 529. Watson played 507. Cobb played 371. Watkins played 279. Toure played 112, which was actually surprising to me. I don't. I felt like 112, I would not have guessed that high. I felt like it was more like 50-ish snaps, but he played 112. Amari played 98. Winfrey played 35, and that was a total of 2,794 snaps. Now, who knows what that'll end up being this year, and hopefully they play more games because they're in the playoffs. We'll see. Uh, But maybe Luke Musgrave could take some of those snaps as kind of like a bigger wide receiver too. So we'll see. But let's just use that same total. I'm going to use like 2,800 here because they had 2,794 last year. If it was about 2,800, Again, this is all barring injury, obviously, but I say Christian Watson gets 850 snaps. Romeo Dobbs gets 700. Jaden Reed gets 600. Samore Toure gets 400. Uh, Wicks gets 150. Dubose gets 50. And then another miscellaneous 50 for call-ups, practice squad guys, things like that. So if you're looking at the, the three rookies in that scenario, Jaden Reed gets 600. Dontavian Wicks gets 150. And Grant Dubose gets 50. Those are the three that I'm estimating for the rookie wide receivers. And that, again, equals about 200 or 2,800 snaps, which is what those wide receivers played basically a season ago. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, everybody. Here on the Packaday Podcast, we're all about look good, play good, and that's why I'm super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Oakley is changing the game, and it's time to discover a whole new world of possibilities. Do you run, golf, work out, or just want to look like Aaron Jones? Then you need to get yourself a pair of Oakleys today. Last season, I saw Aaron Jones wearing his signature Oakley sunglasses, and I knew I had to have a pair. My Oakleys fit me perfectly, and I've loved Oakley style since I was a kid. There's just that extra boost of confidence I get when I'm wearing them, and that's why I wear them every single day. Suited for everyday eyewear with frames and lenses that allow for an expression of your own unique personality, there's more than meets the eye. With summer just around the corner, you're going to want to upgrade your sunglasses game right now. Check out oakley.com to get yourself a pair. Personally, I'm a huge fan of the frog skins. Did you know that Oakley even offers prism lens technology? What the hell is that, you ask? It's a proprietary technology to Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. Want to know more? I know you do, so head over to oakley.com and uh, do your own research. And while you're there, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye. Don't trust me? Try for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life, and I can assure you, Oakley is not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. Head over to oakley.com for more information today. 
All right, let's look at the defensive linemen. You get Colby Wooden and Carl Brooks. If you look at last year's defensive line, Kenny Clark played 807 snaps last year. Let's just pencil him in for another 800 snaps this year. That seems about right for Kenny Clark. Then uh, Reed played 705 snaps and Lowry played 482 snaps. So if you look at that, that's about 1,200 snaps. I'm going to say that Slayton and Wyatt split those in half. So you take the Reed snaps, you take the Lowry snaps, add them up, divide them into, I'm going to say Slayton gets 600. I'm going to say Wyatt gets 600. So Clark at 800, Slayton at 600, Wyatt at 600. And then that leaves the remaining snaps, which there were 557 remaining for the rookies and maybe any other Jonathan Fords or things like that. However, remember I said earlier that I thought Lucas Van Ness would pinch in the middle and potentially play some of those interior defensive line snaps and pass rush situations. So some of his 600 is going to come out of here. So I'm going to say 100 of Lucas Van Ness's snaps are on the interior defensive line as a pass rush specialist. I'm going to say uh, Wooden, Colby Wooden gets 300 of those snaps and then uh, Carl Brooks gets 150 of those snaps. So that's my estimation. Wooden 300 and Brooks 150 with Van Ness getting 100 of his 600 snaps on the interior of the defensive line as a pass rusher. That brings me to Sean Clifford. Jordan Love last year played 26 snaps. Let's say Sean Clifford plays that as well. Let's just put that in and we'll speak that into existence that Sean Clifford as number two QB, if he actually gets that role, plays no more than 26 snaps in 2023. We'll speak that into existence. Anders Carlson will also speak into existence that he's going to play a ton because they're just going to be kicking extra points left and right. Mason Crosby basically played 150 snaps a season ago. We'll pencil Anders Carlson in for 150 this year. Carrington, uh, Corey, excuse me, Carrington ba- Valentine, Carrington Valentine, not to be confused with Corey Valentine, Carrington, Carrington Valentine, ugh, this is going to be a nightmare. Carrington Valentine, I think is going to take the snaps that Corey Ballantyne and Shamar John Charles got a season ago, which was a grand total of 20. So I'll say he takes those snaps and does get in the game a little bit. He does have some more potential to play more with Eric Stokes potentially starting the season on the pup list as well. He could be next guy up, but I'll just, to be conservative, I'll say he gets a handful of snaps here and there, maybe in some garbage time, maybe at the end of the year a little bit. We'll see. All right, Lou Nichols, Kylan Hill and Patrick Taylor last year is the, you know, kind of number three running backs got a total of 35 snaps. I'll say Lou Nichols, pencil that in for another 35 for Lou Nichols there. Then Anthony Johnson, this is another really interesting one. There were 2,245 snaps at safety last year. If you're going to say that Darnell Savage is one of the starters, I'm going to pencil him in for a thousand snaps right there. If he can stay healthy, he's probably a starter all year, probably gets about a thousand snaps, which leaves 1,245 snaps for Rudy Ford and um, Anthony Johnson Jr., Innis Gaines, Owens, Moore, etc. To various Moore, Jonathan Owens. Like it, there's, I have no idea how those are going to get split up. I don't know who's going to start. I don't know who's next guy up. Like that group could go in any directions. Maybe Dallin Levitt. Like it's just, it's impossible to predict at this point. I'm going to still say though, and I've I've gone on the record as saying I think Anthony Johnson Jr. can win the safety spot. And I think he can even be the best safety on the roster by the end of the year but we'll be conservative to begin with. I'll say he ends up with 150 snaps this upcoming season. So with all said and done, if you break that all down, Lucas Van Ness, 600 snaps, Luke Musgrave, 450, Tucker Craft, 450, Jaden Reed, 600 snaps, uh, Dontavian Wicks, 150, Grant Dubose, 50, Colby Wooden, 300, and then uh, Brooks gets 150, Clifford gets 25, 
Carlson gets uh, 150, Valentine gets 20, Nichols gets 35, and Anthony Johnson Jr. gets 150. Total let up, you get 3,130 snaps by rookies. So what do you think? Is that a lot? Is that a little? Well, last year in 2022, Green Bay's rookie class played 3,199 snaps. I did not do that before I calculated all this, by the way. So my total was 3,130. Last year, Packer rookies played 3,199. Only 69 out. So nice number there. 3,130 last year would have been 13th in the NFL for any rookie class, for all the rookie classes. So that's right around the, the middle number. I do think there's a lot of potential for some of these players to play significantly more. If you told me Lucas Van Ness got in the 800 range, if either Tucker Craft or Luke Musgrave got in the 600 range, Jaden Reed played even a little bit more, would not be shocked. Wicks and Dubose, there's snaps out there, especially as like a number four wide receiver. You're competing with Toure, you know, you're competing with, um, you know, I guess, you know, Jaden Reed, Romeo Dobbs, there's a couple there, but I think they could get in the conversation. Colby Wooden and, and, and uh, Brooks, Carl Brooks, I think both of those guys could potentially get their one injury away from basically being a starter on that defense and playing a ton of snaps. Hopefully Sean Clifford doesn't play more. Carlson, probably just the 150 that Crosby had a season ago. I think Valentine could get more. I think Anthony Johnson Jr. could certainly get more. So I think there's a lot more opportunity for this rookie class to play a ton of snaps this upcoming year. And depending on what happens in the season, A, if some of these rookies play really well and the team's doing really well, they're going to keep getting more and more snaps. If the season's not going well, some of these veterans might get shut down sooner rather than later. And some of these rookies towards the end of the year could get a ton of snaps. So I, I think the 3,130 is right about right, but depending on how the season goes, that could change quite a bit for the good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent, who knows at this point, but that's what makes this upcoming season so incredibly fun, so incredibly hard to predict. I can't wait for it, but those are my predictions for snap counts for this upcoming season. That's going to do it for me today. Nice, simple, easy episode. Hope you enjoyed it and hope you now have a better idea for what these rookies might play this upcoming season. I will see you guys right back here tomorrow, but until next time, and as always, Go Paco. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.